we're in something new. We've not been here before. Much has been lost, but we're finding out more about what matters most, our purpose and whether we'll drift further apart or draw closer. Together. This series of podcasts is intended to bring some perspective in this time of great change. It's unrehearsed and largely unedited. It's just people telling their stories about how they're managing right now. Some are helpful, others are just fun, but they're all intended to foster one thought. In a time when we're being asked to stay apart, there are ways that we can stay together. And today I bring you Peach and Neri. I am Picha Neri and I am Italian but I live in Spain. I moved here four years ago after like 20 years of London and here in Spain I've been working from home for four years which I didn't used to do in London and it has been isolating because obviously in London all my friends are there. I had a huge network and I don't here and also working from home hmm, has good sides and bad sides. Isolation was one of the bad sides. Yeah, when you work from home in a normal environment, you know, in a normal month of a normal year, you can just stop being at home, can't you? Whereas at the minute we're all yeah. we're all not able to stop being from home. So um so the purpose of this podcast is is just to sort of spread the goodwill and little wins that you found and nice nice new aspects of life that perhaps you had ignored before. So what is it that you have discovered? Well, to me it has been a blessing that all my friends are now stuck at home working because I don't feel lonely at home anymore. Because again, I have friends here as well now, but no, nowhere near as many as I have in the rest of the world anyway. So I've, I'm all, I've always been at home and now everybody else is and they're like, suddenly everybody wants to talk to you and, and you, there's, you know, lots of dinner virtual dinner parties and things like that I'm like well let's do it more often it's brilliant I absolutely love it and also these people don't really know so I'm, I'm able to actually I'm in a good position to give tips and advice on how to survive working from home but by far so I think two aspects first of all lots of people getting in touch much more frequently and constantly checking on you and just having a chat or even a rant um but that's still going on and it's great. And then the, all the virtual parties, I'm loving those. I mean, to the point where I'm, I'm having to say, yeah, sorry, can't make it. <laughs> There's too many. There's too. What is a virtual party? Because I've seen, I've seen kind of YouTube videos. I've got kids. And so when the evening rolls along, we tend to switch all the technology off. And so the virtual party aspect doesn't really fit the lifestyle that I've got. But I've seen YouTube videos where people are, you know, sitting down at a table and they're positioning their phones so that they can be seen and, and their guests are in, in their own houses doing the same thing. Is that basically it? You agree on a certain time and, and you know, what the meal's going to be and that kind of thing. Exactly. <laughs> you um, you just simply say, right, see you at 7.30. And, and it could be 
Uh, you can have a, you can sit down and have dinner if you want, or lots of people just drink. <laughs> There's also that, <laughs> and uh, and you're not on your own. And it, it just, it's extraordinary how much longer you stay there. Because also, I'm very much of a text person. I don't like phone calls. I never have, absolutely never have. I'm a bit better with video, uh, and now the fact we could be doing this all the time is my point. Mm. But we don't. And I hope it stays not as frequent because it's just not possible. Mm. And also, hopefully, I'd be out more so I wouldn't need it so much. But I want to see my faraway friends more often when this ends. But yes, we've had birthday parties as well with uh, a friend like one of my best friends. She lives in Australia and she was having, uh, you know, champagne and I was in bed because it was early in the morning. But it was loads of people and it was all different time zones. But at least she had a birthday party, you know. I wonder if the the impediment to these kind of things happening was A, because people are generally too busy. And and I'm hopeful that people will make space in their lives to to be less busy in the future. That would be a nice outcome of all of this. But also in in the case of, for example, my parents, the impediment was just the technology. They they really didn't ever wish to use their phone as a sort of way of broadcasting video or you know google duo is the one that we use because we've all got android devices but i've had to get them installed on their phones you know really talk them through all of that but it was the it was the the barrier to entry they just found it so low they were really what i just pressed that yep you just press that (laughs) and you're off and so the technology they assumed would be burdensome and difficult and actually, it turned out to be trivially easy. And we're very lucky in this country in that the, the broadband, it seems to be holding up pretty well. And so, yeah. yeah, it's just the fact that a lot of people, I think, have suddenly jumped on technology, installed the apps on their phone. They probably never did it before. And getting comfortable no. with it, you know, actually getting comfortable with seeing your face and working out how to hold it. And it's it's all a bit yeah. weird to begin with, but it's easy after a while. Yeah, absolutely. Well, in, in my case, my direct family had been already trained and set up because I've lived uh, abroad for 20 something years now coming Mm. close to 25 so they my mother has always had Skype but you know just about that I don't think she's technologically advanced because that's not the case I think in my case it's just that I want to see people in real life and and that's the reason why also I don't like phone calls I mean for me the phone call is just I communicate. I just, I just say, yeah, I'll see you there. Or, you know, it has to be a pretty urgent piece of news. Otherwise, I just don't want to chat on the phone. I just want to see people in real life. And now, but I, but I am much better with video. I will be fine with seeing someone on video. But the others, as you say, are not used to that. I am, but they're not. Therefore, it just doesn't, no one ever thought of it, that it is actually possible, unless it's a family thing. With families, yes, you'll have a Skype call. It's much more frequent. But with friends, you just think, I'll see you when I visit Italy. I'll see you when I'm back in London. I'll right. see you. Do you know what I mean? So I think in my case, it's that. And now I'm thinking, it has actually added to my life. Mm. You know, apart from the fact that I feel like even in the daytime when I'm not speaking to anyone because we're all working, I feel better because everybody's at home, which sounds horrible. But all I mean by that, I'm not saying that. I hope we all go back to, you know, our normal lives as soon as possible. But what I mean by that is that 
I feel we're all in the same boat. This is my way of feeling mm. that. Mm. Did you did you make the effort to kind of reach out to people who you'd lost touch with? So in my example, if, if I was to do this, I confess I haven't, but if I was, it would probably be school friends, people who somehow they're in my Facebook uh, feed, but we, we never communicate because we've sort of drifted apart and what have you. Is it that kind of thing? And if so, have you done the outreach or has it just been a kind of communal affair of groups popped up of your school, for example, and those kind of things? No, I avoid school, but... <laughs> yeah, apart from that, yes, I, I have done it. I have got in touch with people. People have got in touch with me, which is really nice. But I have too. And I have taken calls even, which I would not take. Mm-hmm. I tell you, just don't. If someone calls me, I'm like, yeah, no, I'll, I'll text you. But I have taken calls. And, but I have also done the outreaching. I haven't just waited for people to to um, contact me, yeah. which is quite something yeah i mean like i said it is getting to a point where i'm having to have everything in the diary because otherwise there's clashes and and then it exhausts me because also one thing that people don't get all those who are new to this and are excited and find it such funny like you know like yeah i do know zoom don't worry i don't need to download it i'm all right i know how to use it because i've been having virtual meetings yeah. for years now and actually it's exhausting you know i have to make sure that i don't have i have weeks where i sh- shut everything out you know i, I close the diary down and mm. i don't take any meetings because they're exhausting so that's what people don't get then maybe they're my like sixth zoom meeting of the day apparently we shouldn't use zoom but anyway that's another story <laughs> and um and it's it's uh it's exhausting to me so sometimes i'm just like i can't i i've actually got to the point where i'm just saying okay no no um dr- uh, virtual drinks or dinners for two days because i've had too many in the same way you would say okay i'm not going out on saturday because i've been out all week do you know what i mean yes. you could do that I'm doing something very similar now. It's interesting that your social life, well, I mean, in your case, your social life took a massive hit because suddenly the real world wasn't there and now it's got abundantly too busy. Does it feel as nice? In all honesty, do you, do you get the same sort of warm and fuzzy feeling from like hanging out on a Zoom call than, than, as you would being sat next to somebody in the in the bar or in the pub or whatever it might be? Absolutely. Nice. It does because I'll give you an example. My friend who lives in Rome... And uh, I saw them, I went to see them at Christmas, but I hadn't seen them for at least two years. And in those two years, we didn't speak because I know they'll be there anyway. Do you know what I mean? Mm. They're such old and close friends that you just know they will be there. Mm. But now he called me twice and we've had two long conversations, which you wouldn't have done. Otherwise, it would have been, yeah, maybe we'll be, you know, home in, in Tuscany at the same time and I see you then. That mm. would be more normal. So I do want to keep that. I, it has really highlighted to me that life is nicer when you um, when you have those contacts more often, like sign- meaningful ones. Yeah. Because I think as, as a lot of introverted people, I'm a false extrovert, I'm definitely an introvert, I do not like what's it called small talk exhausts yeah. me yeah. it really exhausts me but meaningful conversation with people that i know i uh, that i know and love it, they, well they're tiring in the end but they're not as 
hard as other types of communication. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're trying to keep these podcast episodes nice and short. So I think I think that's lovely. Nice little message about, you know, meeting old friends for the for, for the first time in a long time is really welcoming. Thanks, Peacher. My pleasure. Stay safe, everyone. Thank Indeed. you for having me. At a time when we're staying apart, creative ways of staying together are so important. I hope that you found something of use here, a new idea, or perhaps just a smile. Stay safe. Stay together. Stay together.